and another of our Math Factor Math Radio segments, now from June 13th, 2004. Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellams. Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning. He's with me, math professor at the University of Arkansas. Thanks for coming in again this Sunday morning. Wow, the summer's just ripping by, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, you had us typing last Sunday morning. And the basic question is, if you expand the width of a text, does the number of the proportion of lines that end in carriage returns right at the end of the line increase or decrease or, or stay the same? And my guess was that it would stay the same. Well, alas, it actually goes down. Really? And this is, there's actually a kind of a neat way to see it. Okay. If instead of having the line, uh, you know, the text have line, break, line, break, line, break, you wrote it all out on an enormous scroll of paper, mm -hmm. and you just put a big red paragraph mark right, right at the end of where the paragraph marks are. And then you put a great big blue slash right at the places where the, the line would be broken so it'd fit. Right. right. Well, then what we're really asking is where do the red marks match up with the blue marks. Exactly. And if you make the red marks, oh, the red marks are always going to stay the same. That's where the carriage returns are the, from the typing. Right. And so, the but if we make the text wider, then the blue marks are going to get spaced out further. There's going to be fewer of them. Because you've got more characters per line now. Right. And so, since there's fewer of them, they're less likely to hit the red marks. Well, here I've got a... Oh, you know, I promised a couple of weeks ago to tell you where these puzzles, last couple of puzzles, came from. Right. They're from a great book called Intriguing Puzzles in Math and Logic by Stephen Barr, which is from Dover. It's real cheap. So. And, and, and this is in print, and you can go... Yeah. Online. Yeah, it's a good summer thing to do, you know? Yeah. Take a puzzle and think about it for a few days. Sure. All right. So you're going to give us another one to think about? Well, I'm going to rip this one off from one of our national <laughs> syndicated public radio shows, which I guess I won't name. I guess. But it's a really good puzzle. And okay. I, I, think, um, I think this is a good one to think about. Maybe we should give people a couple of weeks to okay. think about this we'll one. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, we might do a puzzle next week, but um, in any case, this one will announce the winner in two weeks. Okay. So um, imagine you, you're led into a dark room. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of cards on a table. Some are mm -hmm. face up and some are face down. Okay. Playing cards. Playing cards. And you're supposed to select a few of them. Now, you can't really see which are up and down. Right? Mm -hmm. You just sort of fumble around, mm -hmm. grab a few, put them on another table, mm -hmm. and then do something so that on both tables there's the same number of face-up cards. Is it even possible? It sounds impossible probably, but... There's actually a strategy that you can always guarantee that you can have the same number of face-up cards on both tables. So, you're in a dark room. You you're can't really room. see. You can't see anything. There's a number of cards on the table. Some are up, some down. But you don't know. You don't know. So, you are to take some of the cards from the first table. Put them on the second table. Now, you can do things like flip cards over and, sure. you know, whatever. But you can't see. But you can't see. And what you want to do is when you're done doing whatever you do... They flip on the lights... And you better have the same number of face-up cards on both tables. And there's a way you know you can do that. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> the well, question but, but is... <laughs> what to do? Now, the, the really good clue is that a, a kid might have a better chance at this. I mean, that is to say somebody who's not really thinking very hard might do well, better. Well, I might have a pretty good chance at this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so can, let me ask you this. Is it fair to ask this? Can you... Tell the difference? No, no, no. Yeah, like I mean, that. they feel no, the same. They feel the same. Yeah. These are these are good cards. That yeah. Really neat, neat problem, huh? Yeah. 
it's one of these things that just has a instantaneous solution. But you know, you have to that, that might that instant might take a while in coming. Okay, so you can flip them as many times as you want. Yeah, you all can that. do any kind of nonsense you like. And then when you're ready, but it's in the dark. Okay. Okay. All right. That's a good one. Thanks, Heim. Great. Bye. I'm Goodman Strauss, who's a math professor at the University of Arkansas, gives us puzzles every Sunday morning.